friends, Jordan Montgomery here, and we're glad that you've tuned into another episode of the Growth Over Goals podcast. Before we jump into today's conversation, we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Thompson & Co. Salon & Parlor. Thompson & Co. Salon & Parlor is a family-owned, stylist-owned community salon that fits the needs for all types of families. Located in downtown Iowa City and now a second location in Coralville, North Liberty area, Tico specializes in all things hair. In fact, that's where I've been getting my hair done for the last seven years. Tico specializes in hair cutting, razor cutting, the most modern color techniques, and high-end hair extensions. As one of Iowa's only Interquafir salons and Salon Today's top 200 salons in the U.S., Tico looks forward to being the salon of choice for you and those you love. Be sure to call or book on their website today at thompsonacosalon.com. Thank you. Tico for all you do for us and our community. Welcome back to the Growth Over Goals podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Montgomery. And today it's with a grateful heart that I invite you to join us for our 100th episode. It's been a privilege and I feel extremely honored to have had 100 opportunities to impact our listeners and hopefully create some change for the better. Things have changed so much since our first podcast episode three years ago from the basement of our home. We're now in a studio joined by our good friends from Storyline Multimedia, and the quality of the sound and the conversation sounds so much different, but the heart of the podcast remains the same. And the heart of this podcast is to give leaders tools, resources, inspiration, and motivation in order to grow influence and have greater impact wherever these podcast episodes find you. We've hosted some incredible guests. We're excited to host the next 100, and I can't think of a better conversation to broadcast than this conversation right here for our 100th episode with my dear friend, Ryan Leak. We're doing something a little bit different today. I'm actually the one who's being interviewed. This is a recent conversation I had with Ryan Leak on his podcast, The Followership Podcast. If you don't know Ryan, he's one of the top 10 speakers on the planet. He's a best-selling author. More importantly, he's a man of strong faith a family man, and a dear, dear friend. Ryan asked me some questions about my background, about my journey, about how we got to where we're at today. We talk faith, family, leadership, and I thought it'd be appropriate to give God the glory and to share with you some of the twists and turns that God's helped us navigate, to share some thoughts on leadership in an effort to help you go farther, faster in your leadership journey. God bless you. Thanks for listening. This is the 100th episode of the Growth Over Goals podcast. Jordan and I met at a uh, kind of like an influencers gathering in California. And whenever you show up to these gatherings, there is this, uh, there's just this little bit of a, it can be competitive. It can, you just don't know how those events are going to go and, or who you're going to, who you're going to vibe with. And I just, I just have to say it was, it was an instant connection. We were, I think we were eating cereal next to, to one another at, at, at one of the lunch tables and then there was just so many things that you, that you just said at that table. I just thought, I called my wife after actually. Mm. And I said, it's really hard to make friends in your thirties that you can truly call a friend. I said, mm. but I said, babe, I feel like I'm in the, the first grade today. I feel like, I feel like I made a friend, mom. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Which in my world is incredibly difficult to, to yeah. get. So Anyways, over the past, uh, man, what is that? What's that? It's probably been, what was that? Is that two years ago now? 
Probably, man. Yeah, two years ago out in San Diego. I think that was right? two years ago. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, man, I I just have to say, you you have been uh, a pivotal divine relationship uh, in my life personally and professionally. And so uh, it's taken way too long to have, to have you on the podcast, but, but ladies and gentlemen, we got, we got Jordan Montgomery in the building today. Uh, he is a speaker entrepreneur and uh, runs an executive coaching practice out of the great state of Iowa, which Jordan has gotten me to come to Iowa, uh, quite a few times now. And, and it's, and it's been a lot of fun. In fact, we have uh, joined forces together, uh, in terms of our coaching practice to be able to add value to, to people, um, all around the world. And so, man, wanted to, wanted to have you on today to just talk a, a little bit about how you've built your business and, and you've got some pretty unique strategies, I think, in helping people bring out their best selves uh, in the world. But before we jump into that, I want you to just give our listeners a little bit of, of your journey and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. Well, first, let me say this, man, right, right back at you, uh, San Diego, man, I won't forget eating a bowl of cereal. And, you know, so many people can be attracted to your charisma, Ryan, because that's something God gave Mm -hmm. you. Like you have this tremendous attraction power. So of course that draws people in. But then after that, it's your, it's your humility, man, the way that you carry Mm -hmm. your gifts with grace. So such a joy to be your friend, joy to be on a show. Yeah. Happy to share my background. I'll, I'll try to keep it sweet and short, but, um, I actually got to where I'm at today because I failed and, you always talk wow. about chasing failure, you know, and right. you've impacted so many people with that mantra and that message. Uh, man, I was 27 years old. I was uh, running a financial services firm and I was overexposed and underdeveloped, meaning I was out mm-hmm. front a lot. I was teaching, training, leading, but I didn't really understand my values. I knew my goals. I just didn't really know my values. And if you know your mm-hmm. goals, but not your values, your goals can take you to a place you never intended to go. And that's what happened for me, man. I just ended up living for and pursuing all of these worldly things that at the end of the day really don't matter. And so, Mm -hmm. man, it was achievement. It was money. It was reputation status. Um, Mm -hmm. It was like a subconscious thing, right? Like pride is so scary because you can't always identify it or see it. So, man, I'm 27. I'm getting ready to be the closing speaker at our big annual event, 15,000 people. I'm building this house because... Uh, that felt like a wise thing to do at 27 when I was single and had no family. I had this boat, like it just, man, I was just living for the ways of the world. And at the time I I would have said, yeah, I'm a person of faith and I believe in Jesus. I grew up in the church. Like it wasn't that I didn't have faith. I just, I knew the Lord. I just wasn't really pursuing him or following him. And Mm -hmm. so man, 27 years old, I get a call from my boss. You actually just recently met on an airplane, which is hilarious by the way. Uh, totally random. Ryan does not know this former boss of mine. And he said, um, man, I need to talk to you. And I was so naive. I was like, yeah, but not today. I'm really busy. And he said, no, man, this is the kind of meeting where you clear your calendar. Like I have to see you today. And again, I'm naive. So I'm like, well, somebody on my team made a mistake. Like, gosh, I got to go clean up this mistake that somebody else made. Cause I was leading people. Right. And so, Mm. um, man, I go to his office. I'll never forget the first words out of his mouth. He said, you haven't been malicious or intentional, but you've been careless and casual. And when you're casual, Mm. you create casualties. And on that day, um, that was it. Uh, somebody on my team had taken a test. Can you say that again? Yeah. Uh, he said, you haven't been malicious or intentional, but you've been careless and casual. 
Wow. And when you're casual, you create casualties. So it was a lot of little stuff, Ryan. Like I didn't keep great case notes. Um, There was somebody on my Mm. team that took a test that I didn't report. I had a couple small bonuses that went undocumented. And I think what he was saying is, I just Mm. don't trust your character. Like your character's not keeping pace with your influence. And even though it felt really unfair, good on him that he Mm. sat me down to have that conversation. Um, I didn't think at the time that I deserved to be terminated for it. But God used every ounce of my pain and set me back on my feet. So um, I got recontracted by the same firm, but I did lose all my clients. I moved to a different city where I didn't know anybody. Guy by the name of Tim Bohannon took me in and said, man, I'd love for you to come work here. Mm. I'm going to help you put your life back together. You're going to sit in a corner office, no speaking, no coaching. I think you just need to work on yourself, build your character Mm. and rebuild a business. So, man, I did that in Minneapolis. Um, two really hard years, walked through kind of a desert season, but met my wife in that season. Come on. And I'll just say this, Ryan, I wanted God to put my professional life back together. And instead he, he worked in some other areas of my life. You know, that adage that he's got to do something in us before he can do something with us. Mm. And man, like I started digging into my Bible. I started asking for feedback. I started spending more time with my family. I started valuing people and seeing people in a different way. And so Mm. I think sometimes God's preparation is packaged as pain. I had to go through Mm. some pain, but I met my wife. She had two kids. So I got to become dad and husband. And then we got to grow this business together. Um, I'm leaving out some details, but I looked at her at one point and said, man, I'd love to coach and speak. I want to pivot from financial services. She said, I'll go all in with you. And so for the last five and a half years, man, that's been our joy and our journey is speaking, coaching, training and teaching, but in a different way. And um, with a bit more maybe humility (laughs) and stewardship than I did in the last uh, chapter and only because of God's grace. So that's, that's a story of how we got to, you know, where we're, where we're at today. And it's why I'm having this conversation with you, man, that, that, that's incredible. And I can, I am a, a, a testament to watching. I only know you on this second half of the journey. I don't know old Jordan. <laughs> so knowing current Jordan, the only Jordan I've ever known is uh, one of the most caring people uh, one of the biggest cheerleaders of others. Um, mm. I just, you know, I, I have, there's probably four or five stages I've been on this year because you single-handedly would walk around a room and just tell people about me. You know, it's, I remember being on the Northwestern stage mm. and even shouting you out at one point, but, uh, but I, I often say in a lot of my keynotes, like, Hard work will get you a lot of places, but it will not get you places that someone opening a door will like you need hard work and <laughs> some people in your corner. And, and that's what you've been for me. And I know you've been that for a lot of people in, in your space. Mm-hmm. And so, so as you pivot it from financial services to this coaching and speaking business, what is what is it that you found was you guys' secret sauce, if you will, on the coaching side that really differentiated you from your traditional coaching company? We've always believed that we're more of a strategic partner than a coach, you know, and you and I've mm. talked about this before, but it's this idea that we want to add value beyond the coaching work. So when you think about a coach, you think about accountability, concepts, strategies, ideas, yeah. somebody to bounce stuff off of a sounding board. And that's all great. And we do that. That's, that's coaching. Uh, but coaching is also believing in people, 
It's adding mm-hmm. value to people. It's endorsing people. It's advocating for people. And so I've always told people, don't see me as a coach, like view me as a strategic partner. And I mm-hmm. want to help you behind the scenes. I want to be your biggest cheerleader. I want to help you expand your circle. I want to get you on a stage or help you write that book or connect you to that person that's going to open the door. And so we spend a lot of time behind the scenes, advocating for people, endorsing people, and just trying to create opportunities and add value. And I've had so many Mm. people do that for me. Um, It's easy to do that for others. I've had to learn from some great people, guys like Brad Lominick, who we know, who's just an unbelievable uh, leader and friend, always like trying to hustle and help other people. And so that's really been our mission, Ryan, is just adding value and uh, helping people in every way that we can. And I think as simple as that sounds, it has set us apart and it's been Mm -hmm. a fun journey. Yeah. I love that. Now when in the coaching space, uh, you and I know that, you know, there are times where you are sitting across the table from somebody that desperately needs our help. Then there's times where we're sitting across the table from somebody that we're, you're going, uh, you could be helping me because you're so good at oh, what you do. Yeah. And so uh, what would you say, in your opinion, truly sets apart a successful um, athlete, entrepreneur or executive from their peers? What would you say are some of those uh, outliers uh, habits, if you will, that you've noticed in your coaching practice? Well, it's interesting because this is the followership podcast, right? And my answer to that question would be followership. It's really the humility of a person that says I'm open-minded. I'm ready to learn. I've got work to do. You know, like Mm. if you're too big to follow, you're too small to lead. And so Mm. I think, um, humility, you know, like, and I, and I see this in your life, man, like is, as much as you've accomplished and for all the cool things that are happening to you, you and I have so many conversations just about <laughs> staying grounded, you know, and what it looks like to steward your gifts the right way. And so I admire the way that you have carried yeah. your journey with, with grace. And and I know that you're asking God like to continue to keep you humble. So, so I would sure. say it's the heart of somebody and it's the spirit of somebody that asks questions. Um, yeah. They're always trying to get advice. They're curious. They're open-minded um, and we could go deeper into that. And then the other thing I think, man, it's really important is they, they carry a, cult, a culture of honor with, you know, mm-hmm. like they want to honor, not just the person who's opening the door for the big opportunity, but they want to honor everybody along the way. And again, yeah. I, I watch you do this, man. I, you honor people who maybe somebody else doesn't even see, you know, it's like mm-hmm. the, the AV team at the event, you know, <laughs> or that person that like wants you to sign a book after you get off the stage, like honor is so important. But if you're a young leader and you're listening to this and you're like, man, I want to grow my influence and I want more opportunity. Like what I would have you write down is honor produces Mm. access, Mm. honor produces access. So if you want more access to people, you want more opportunities, you want more doors to Mm. open, like just carry a culture of honor with you, man, try to point out the good in others, be gracious, ask questions, live with some Mm. gratitude, thank people. Um, I think you've done that really well. And if somebody Mm -hmm. asked me, what's the reason for Ryan Leak's success? I would say, number one, a lot of God-given giftedness. Man is crazy talented. Mm -hmm. But number two, it's Mm -hmm. followed really well. And he's carried and stewarded his gifts Mm -hmm. with humility and grace. Mm -hmm. If if I'm a, you know, let's say I'm, I'm, I'm somebody sitting in an organization right now, maybe frustrated at my place in the organization, 
what would you say you mentioned asking questions in that season mm-hmm. as, as, as a differentiator of people that really stand out from the rest? What would you say are maybe two or three good questions they should be asking in this season of their career? First question I believe they should be asking themselves is this question. How am I taking responsibility outside of my authority? Ooh, like in other words, Ooh, say it again, say it again. How am I taking responsibility wow. outside of my authority? Wow. Like where am I taking some ownership where I don't have to? Like mm. it's not my mess, but I'll clean it up. It's not my project, but I'll participate. It's not my assignment, but I'll help complete it. You know, um, wow. that's, that's a person who's going to have more opportunity out into the future. Like if you want to have influence others don't have, then you got to do things that others don't do. And I just believe, like, I believe that God honors that. I believe people see that. Um, And I wouldn't do it to be seen. I would do it because that's the right thing to do. Like, it's the right thing to do, the right way to live. Like, we're all called to serve and to bless others and to go above and beyond the call of duty. So, um, and and man, I'll point this out. That's an Andy Stanley quote. Andy Stanley, I'll give him credit, man. He's the one that said that. Like, this famous question of where am I taking responsibility outside the lane of my authority? Uh, the second wow. thing I would say, a mantra that we live by in our coaching practice is bloom where you're planted. You know, mm-hmm. like treat your current opportunity as if it's your last opportunity. I think yeah. so many of us, myself included, like, you know, I go back to when I was 27 Man, I mm. suffered from destination addiction. Like I was mm. just always living in the future. I-, I wanted the next opportunity so bad that I failed mm. to steward the one that I was currently in. Wow. And so, man, I would just say to the young person listening, Treat your current role, even if it's not flashy, even if you don't love it, even if you think you deserve more, go above and beyond the call of duty, run mm. the race. Well, leaders might see your giftedness, but to fall in love with your character. That's a character thing. Mm. And um, I just believe that if we do those two things, bloom where we're planted and ask ourselves the question, where am I taking responsibility outside the lane of my authority? And that's a great recipe for more opportunity and growth out into the future. Dude, I, I love that. You've often mentioned this idea of being in a daily fight to succeed, mm. a daily fight to succeed. Unpack that for, for, for our listeners a little bit. When you think about uh, a daily fight to succeed, who comes to mind? Where does that mantra come from? First off, I think we have to define what does success mean? What does it mean to succeed? I'll just tell you my fight right now. I think this is the fight that a lot of us are facing. I'm going to read something from C.S. Lewis said this in Mere Christianity about the topic of pride. Mm -hmm. He said, according to Christian teachers, the essential vice to utmost evil is pride. Mm -hmm. Unchastity, anger, greed, drunkenness, and all that are mere flea bites in comparison. It was through pride that the devil became the devil. Pride leads to every other vice. Mm. It is the complete anti-God state of mind. It is pride, which has been the chief cause of misery Mm. in every nation and every family since the world began. Mm. My fight today, and I think the fight that so many young emerging leaders face is this fight right here. 100%. It's pride. You know, it's killing the ego. It's setting uh, your selfishness aside you know, Jesus was the most impactful leader to ever walk the planet. Oh, yeah. And the scripture says he came to serve, not to be served. Yeah. You know, so like, like, I think, you know, that's my simple answer. I, you know, and I had to, I had to go to C.S. Lewis. Um, He's not I a just bad guy that, to go to, though. 
a decent go-to, right? A decent right. go-to. I just, I, yeah, I just believe that to be true, man, that like a daily fight to succeed means that we would humble ourselves before the Lord. We'd realize where our gifts come from mm-hmm. and we're going to work out him. And I think if we're doing that and we're focused on other people, mm-hmm. we'll win the daily fight to succeed. I love that. Do you, what are you seeing the most with a lot of your clients is their biggest hurdle right now in the 2023 American workforce? You're talking young leaders. Like where do I see young leaders struggle? Anybody. It doesn't matter if they're young leaders. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're, if you're across the zoom from somebody, what would you, what would you say is the biggest hurdle you're seeing and what strategies um, are you encouraging people to take to overcome those hurdles? I would say two things. I think, and I think you'd agree with me on this. Mm. Number one would be pace. Mm. And you and I have had conversations about pace. Mm. I think sometimes we're just so hurried, you know, life moves so fast. You and I are both in a season with young kids Oh yeah, and young families. And so we travel and, and so man, pace is a real challenge. Yeah. Like, how do you move at a pace that honors people? More importantly, honors the Lord, honors your family. Yeah. I remember talking to you. We were hanging out in Dallas watching the national championship game. You came to support the, the Hawks, man, my Come Hawkeyes. On. Come on. And I just remember asking you, Ryan, like, man, what's the speaking calendar looking like over the next, you know, three weeks? Normally your speaking calendar is packed, like jam packed. Like yeah. my guy, Ryan, is flying all over the country to be on different stages. But I caught you in a specific season where you're like, actually, I'm not doing much. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, I've just been intentional about blocking out some time where I'm just not, I'm just not doing much. Yeah. And I just, I loved that response. You said, I'm going to spend time with Amanda and the kids. Like I just, I've got some personal stuff that I want to do and I might write and hang out with some friends. But my thing is like, man, there's not enough people willing to do that. Yeah. Um, And by the way, I think that's where so much of the real growth happens. You know, like if you want to be a good dad, and you want to be a good husband, you want to be a good friend. And like, you have to have a willingness to slow down, to work on those yep. things. You think about Jesus, like Jesus didn't, you know, run to things. He wasn't always hurried and rushed. Like, you know, our, our friend Dean nurse talks about the, the Jesus pace, you know, like he had the Jesus pace. Yeah. And, um, and so I think pace is a real challenge. The second thing I would say is comparison. Mm. I think a lot of leaders today struggle with comparison. Mm. And I just remind somebody today listening, like you are most effective when you're most authentic. Mm. There's somebody listening to this, like, man, I'm listening to the Ryan Leak followership podcast because I want to be more like Ryan Leak. <laughs> and Ryan Leak and Jordan Montgomery just want you to be more like you yeah. because God created you to be you. And you're not us. And we're not you. And you're most authentic where you're most effective. Mm. But I really think comparison, man, sends a lot of people sideways. And I've had to fight that myself mm. um, over the years. I've heard you say, man, I just want to be me. I don't want to be anybody else. Yeah. And uh quickest way to kill something special is to compare it to something else, mm. you know? And so, man, what God gave us is special. And mm. um, what God gave a person listening to this podcast is special. He's yeah. deposited in you some unique gifts that maybe others don't have that are unique to you. And I would just ask you to step into that, believe that. And uh, man, keep fighting the battle of comparison and pace. What, what are the, what, what are some consistent things you are telling yourself to fight comparison? You know, when you're scrolling on your phone, you see somebody post whatever, 
could be a vacation yeah. spot. It doesn't take much. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, doesn't take it, much. it doesn't take much to, to, for the comparison spiral to begin. So what is it that you are saying to yourself? You know, I'm putting myself in, in our listeners shoes in uh, their seat, their office. Uh, they're on LinkedIn. They're seeing somebody else in their minds, just crushing it. And they're basically surviving in their role. <laughs> so what are some things that you say to yourself when you're dealing with comparison that can help our audience today? For me, it's been gratitude, you know, mm. and, and just joy yeah. for what I, for what I do have. Yeah. You know, so it's taking those things to the Lord and saying, you know what, God, I don't have this, but I do have this and I have this and I have this and I have this. Like you have given me so much Lord, help me not to forget that. Yeah. Because I think typically when we're living in comparison or we're struggling with comparison, we're forgetting all that we have. Mm. We're forgetting all that God gave us. And so uh, if someone's listening to this today and they're struggling with comparison, like um, just take it to the Lord and and thank him for what you do have. Yeah. Uh, because my guess is there's a lot of things that you have to be proud of, to be grateful for, to be excited about. Yeah. And so take those things to the Lord and, and man, speak it out loud if you have to. Like sometimes I have to do that. Say, man, God, I'm struggling with this. Like I... I have this thing that I, that I didn't get. I didn't have this opportunity or I didn't win this, that whatever it is, yeah. right. That I feel like I lost out on, but I'm like, you know what, God, you've given me a lot. Yeah. You blessed me with a lot. And, um, I want to rest in that, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. But to your point, if we're being candid, I think all of us struggle with oh. that on some level. Right. And and oh. a lot of times it's even a subconscious thing. It's not even a conscious thing. It's just, and I wish I had that. Um, bro, let's I, just be I had to mute some people. Real talk. I've, 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 I've muted people that I wasn't mad at. I was just jealous of. And I, and I just, I had to realize that was a me thing, not a them thing. And so for the sake of my soul <laughs> and the yeah. sake of my own mental health, I just said, man, I need a season where I just don't even see what they're posting so that I could. And here's what's interesting. I actually could really celebrate them once I couldn't see it. I could actually call them mm. be like, dude, you are like crushing. It. I just want to encourage you. Like, I felt like I could be a better friend to them when I wasn't yes. comparing myself to them. And yes. so it, it yes. really changed. So I get it. I mean, it's, it's, it happens to, it happens to the best of us. I mean, dude, I just did an yeah. event with John Maxwell and I'm like, man, if, man, I, I haven't sold 36 million books. You know, you're like, Ryan, he's yeah. 77. You're 37. G <laughs> give, your, give yourself some time to sell another book or two, you know, but, but even then you're just like, what is wrong with me? So no, man, we're, we, yeah. we, we all get there at some point in our journey for sure. Yeah. But I think you shared something really powerful there, which is like, you had to be really mindful of your environment and sometimes change your environment. Mm -hmm. And I think it's both subtraction and addition. So like, you spoke to subtraction, which is, I think, really healthy. Sometimes you got to omit, yeah. and reduce or block somebody or mute somebody for a while, not because you're mad at them, but just yeah. because you're finding yourself envious or jealous. But you also need some people. I think you've been this for me, Ryan, is like somebody that's taking you back to the things that matter. Yeah. Like, hey, friend, can we just go back to the things that matter? You and I had a conversation like maybe eight months ago, nine months ago, mm. and you had to take me back to some things that matter. You're like, bro, let me take you back here. You know, let's have, let's have a talk. Yeah. And, and it, it was, man, it was pride. It was ego. It, it was comparison. Like there's, 
So all those things can creep up. Mm. No one is exempt from that. Yeah. Like, that's what I want people to know is like, it's okay to feel like you're, you're, no one is exempt from that. Yeah. But sometimes you need a friend. Mm. Sometimes you got to add a friend. Sometimes you got to subtract a friend. Yeah. And sometimes you just got to take it to the Lord and say, God, thanks for what I have. Yeah. Last question for you. What I, I've loved about this whole episode is you've mentioned the Lord in almost every single one of your answers. How has faith played a role in your business and in your relationships that has allowed you to be as successful as you are? Well, I think it's everything, you know, first off, like all good things come from above. So it's everything. It's the only reason we are able to have this conversation or that we're able to coach or speak or teach. Like, so it's all from him, you know? Um, And I think that reality should cause us to, to talk about him and to praise him, you know? And I think I, I think the older I get, the more I'm coming to terms with the fact that I just don't have much (laughs) figured out, Mm. you know, it's the paradox of education. The more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've also been, I'm reading to the Beatitudes right now in Matthew five about Mm. being poor in spirit. Mm. And I'll say this, man, I'm just, I'm thankful to serve a God who's really, really, really big. Mm. So we don't have to be. Mm. No, like John three thirty says, like man, I become less, so he becomes greater. Mm. And it's interesting, like as God has opened doors and and brought new relationships and helped us expand our impact and influence, mm. I'm becoming more aware of how big He really is and how small I am. Sure. And that's been a really interesting journey. Mm. And I know that you're having that that same sort of revelation. Um, I think He gives that to us. I think, yeah. you know, we we pray for opportunities to know him deeper. And, and, and by the way, there's somebody listening that maybe is like, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a believer. I'm not a Christian. Oh, You're yeah. making this all about Jesus. Like, I just want to encourage that person real quick. Like, yeah, you might not know Jesus and, and, and like, Hey, we're, we would love for you to know him, but yeah. he does know you mm. and he has a plan for your life. That's right. And he has given you gifts. And, um, so everything we're talking about is for you too. Like, I just want somebody to hear that. I'm glad you said um, it. this isn't just for Christians, man. Sometimes people, that keep others from Christ, man, it's Christians. It's, it's people who are like, just acting like they have it all figured out. Like, like man, Ryan and I don't have anything figured out. Like we're just broken people um, who are pursuing Jesus and want to know him better. So uh, yeah, man, faith has been everything to us. Uh, Jesus has been everything to me. And the only reason that we get to do what we do and that we have any of the opportunities that we have. So I I appreciate that question. And I'll also say this, man, I love, love, love that you wear your faith on your sleeve yeah. because you are on um, some major stages. You're in some settings sure. where the world is telling you, Ryan, don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. Like, do not do that. Don't, you can't do that. Like this is yeah. corporate America. Like, be careful, be careful. Yeah. And I just love man that you, I think, I, I think you've been thoughtful. I think you've been really, really yeah. mindful and thoughtful and, and not even just with your words and the message, but how you carry and conduct yourself. Yeah. I think you're sharing Jesus with how you're carrying yourself, conducting yourself. Yeah. Just proud of you for that, man. Proud of you that you're making it about him and not about you. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I, I would say, you know, when people ask me about how I intersect my faith with my business, I'm like, you mean, how do I intersect myself with myself? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's like, 
<laughs> you know, I've it's been, all together, man. Dude, I mean, I write about it in my book. That's not a Christian book, you know, but I, I say, hey, you know, there is this, you know, with me just as a person, as a black man, as a now 37 year old, uh, as a Christian, there are so many things that it's like, oh, well, what does this mean to this mm. audience? Mm. Are they receiving from somebody that's black? Are they receiving from some from somebody that's inexperienced? He's just 37 years old. Okay, he's wearing Jordans. I can't receive them from somebody wearing Jordans with the suit. Okay, well, he's a Christian. What do you mean? He preaches too? It's like, I mean, you could just have all of these thoughts about is the world going to accept me? You mm. know, and honestly, even in the church space, it's like, Oh, is he just a business guy? Like, I'm not, I'm not here to have a motivational speaker. I just want to preach the gospel. Whatever. You know, and, and here's the deal, dude. I just decided a long time ago, I'm, I'm just going to be who God's called me to be. And I'm going to try and be really, really good at what I do. Yep. And what I've learned is, is when you get laser focused mm. on your craft and confident in who God's called you to be, Man, you'll you'll do business with the people God wants you to do business with, and you won't do business with the people God doesn't want you to do business with. That's it. And it just That's is it. what it is. So yep. so for me, I am I try to walk out my faith and how I treat yep. people. And if someone in QA wants to ask questions about faith, I'll answer your questions about faith. But yeah. most companies have brought me in to talk about one of these two books. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Leveling up or or chasing failure. Great. That's what we're talking about today. And yeah. when somebody goes, Hey, how can I level up my faith? I'm glad you asked. I got I, I'm I'm ready yeah. to go always, but but man, I, I, I think it's important that people know from the get-go. Like mm. my business has excelled, not because I got better. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's Sure, I'm trying to get better, but that's not why the business excelled in my estimation. My estimation is because my wife and I have been challenged mm. on giving at a level that is absolutely absurd. And the only thing that's changed in the last four or five years for us is that our faith has been stretched in the area of what we give away. And then we learned that the more we gave away, the more we had to give away. And so mm. when people ask me how to grow their business, I'm like, are you sure you want my answer? <laughs> because yeah. because oh, I, I'm, I'm not Tony Robbins. I don't, I don't have this like traditional, here's all of these business tips. I mean, I have those, but if you ask me about my personal experience, I'm going, man, mm. I, I could tell you the game changed when we made our business about what we give instead of what we get. And that, that was a game changer for us. So, so yeah, I, I, I think, you know, it's, I, I don't understand a business for me without faith because yeah. we're, we're constantly yeah. putting ourselves out there and, and trying new things. So, and I think your, I think your response to that uh, is, is what we're talking about. Right. Right. Like, and I don't know who first said it. Right. But that, that whole mantra, like if, if you want to share the gospel, like um, sh share the gospel, if necessary, use words, right? You don't have to use words to share the gospel. Like 100%. some of it is how you treat people. It's how you carry yourself, you yeah. know? 
that's how you steward your gifts. And so, man, you're, you're, so you're doing that and uh, proud of you for that. Absolutely. Honored to be on your show, man. This is so fun. Dude, thanks, thanks for being here, man. Jordan Montgomery, uh, what's the website that people could go to to learn more about you, your coaching, how people can get connected with you? Yeah, it's uh, montgomerycompanies.com. Great. And uh, yeah, we would, we would love to help a listener in any way that we can. Send yep. us a DM on a social media channel if we can answer a question. Yeah. Uh, we could spend some time. I can't help everybody, but man, I sure try to help <laughs> many people as I can. Sure. And, um, and, and yeah, to your point, Ryan, like we've, we've teamed up yeah. on the coaching side. And so just know that if you go to Ryan Lee coaching, you go to MontgomeryCompanies.com, like we're going to be able to serve you, help you support you. That's right. Um, Ryan's built an incredible team. We feel really good about the, the team that we have and yeah, I'd love to serve and help in any way that we can. Absolutely. This has been the 100th episode of the Growth Over Goals podcast. What an honor it's been. So thankful to be 100 episodes in on this journey. Looking forward to 100 more. Thank you for listening. If you've been with us forever or if it's your first time, just know that I'm so incredibly grateful. If you'd rate, subscribe, or share this podcast with somebody else, it will help us move our mission of impact forward. We also want to say thank you to our dear friends at Storyline Multimedia for all the work they do behind the scenes to make this podcast go. Be well, be great, have an awesome day.